Hi, my name is Anneke van Giersbergen and you're listening to Metal in High Heels podcast. You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle and entertainment. Hey everybody, this is Pia and Kiki, your host on the Metal and High Heels podcast. Thank you for joining us. You can find show notes with links and comments to everything we mentioned during this show at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. So uh, we just listened to the lovely voice of Anneke van Gierwilchen. <laughs> and um, we will have her very soon on an interview here on the Metal and High Heels podcast. But today we are talking about a female metal event. We just had an interview with the organizer, with Ton Deckers, and he told us some interesting news. He's already planning for 2018. That's amazing. That's like he's just finishing uh, preparing for this year, but he's already working in next year. <laughs> yes, living in the future all the time. <laughs> and it's not long until the... The next episode of Female Metal Event will take place, I think it's, I don't know, six weeks? September 22nd. Uh, that's the, the date that I, have, um, that I have in mind right now. But it is... Eight weeks. Um, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Exactly eight weeks. Yes. And um, this, year, uh, this year it will be almost four whole days. That was what uh, Don was telling us Um It's going to be a warm-up party, an official warm-up party, or a pre-party, as they're calling it, with live bands already. I think it's like three or four bands on Thursday. And then um, uh, the two uh, festival days, Friday and Saturday. And on Sunday, there's also the acoustic, acoustic set in a theater, in a cozy theater. Yes. <laughs> And they have a new website. Go check it out. And now have fun with our interview. John, it won't be long until a female metal event. Yeah, it's not that long. And we, um, we are ch yeah, finalizing a lot of things. We are working on uh, the design of the, of the festival t-shirt. Uh, we renewed the website. Um, uh, we got thinking about how we can support a little bit more our visitors, and uh, we work uh, together with uh, a new partner with um, that also offers uh, accommodation with uh, with a ticket. So a lot of things that that show up and uh, and require some attention. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and I've also already started uh, uh, the things for 2018, so... Wow, <laughs> that's a lot of work then. Yep. Um, we were thinking that we we had our interview, our first interview about female metal event in 2014. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah, and uh, we did a follow-up in 2015... But that was already almost two years ago. So we wanted to ask you, how did uh, things go last year when you started working with your new partners for the festival organization? Did it go as expected? Uh, 
to a certain extent it 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 went even better than expected uh, because now I started realizing how on earth I could have I could arrange everything on my own <laughs> it's it's almost incredible because yeah you become let's say you de- you you depended in the past quite a lot on the goodwill and uh, the the help of people that say okay he's not he's not experienced so I we will pick up the things he forgot so and all this mm-hmm. kind of things and now you have the fourth edition people expect some more let's say professionality and yeah. uh, that things run smoothly and uh, also in communication with the bands with 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 the venues and and everything so uh, now we work also with the and that's completely organized by the people from JBM with with the uh, uh, volu- uh, volunteer staffing and, mm-hmm. and that's amazing and if you see see the enthusiasm of all those people it's it's amazing yeah that's really cool so tell us how come is the festival taking place in three different venues this year there are a number of reasons first of all last year was um, uh, let's say not that successful as we hoped it would be with a, with a, with a, a quite expensive headliner like Arch Enemy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and we had some other things, remarks on uh, the acoustic day where we started. Uh, people said um, the idea is very interesting, but not for everybody. And. Mm-hmm. Um, the venues we had were too big for for getting that intimate atmosphere as you want would like to have with um, an acoustic set. Uh-huh. The second thing was the second comment was we like the variety, although it was uh, most days meat nor fish. I would say. The mix between the brutal part and uh, the gothic symphonic was mm-hmm. a little bit m- too mix of it all. So people went, came for Arch Enemy and got some gothic in addition. Yeah. Well, some liked it, but some didn't. Um, some came for uh, the gothic part and came the brutal part. Mm-hmm. So, although to separate in brutal and and symphonic is a little bit too much mm-hmm. um, so but we decided to focus a little bit more and we have multiple venues in Eindhoven yes and Dynamo is a typical one that's that is usually uh, taking care of the more brutal one so that's why we moved with a f- more focus on the brutal part to the to the Dynamo, yeah, and we moved uh, the more symphonic Gothic ones to the Evenaar, mm-hmm. and the acoustic one to a very nice theater theater type uh, venue, uh, a little bit further away from the city center, but still in walking distance. It's a, it's about a 15 minutes walk. 
uh-huh. not that far. And if you're lazy, you can take a train. That's three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good to know. Uh, but that has a more friendly atmosphere with uh, plush and red co- and red, um, let's say, uh, uh, banks on the side. Red, nice red uh, carpeted banks, uh, a mm-hmm. wooden stage. Um, little candles on the wall so a, a more intimate atmosphere for for the acoustic session so that's why we said and, and maybe it's also fun for uh, because everything is still in more or less a walking distance and not at the same day yet that you have moved locations yeah but then it's more uh, Eindhoven happening yeah. instead of uh, uh, just paying in one part and and it's it yeah we hope to get it let's give a little bit more attraction mm-hmm. and differentiation from other from other festivals that's like wave quoting treffen it's all over leipzig yep yeah that's true and eindhoven is also a beautiful city so yep that's also a good one um, another thing that's different from past years is that uh, there's no fashion show this year. No. What? Um, why? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, there will be. There will be. Uh, Ingeborg will be there. She's. She will design the the, the shirts. She will design. Uh, uh, she will be there with the stand. She will. The, so she's not lost. But we we found also that's one of the things. Uh, it's very costly to organize a fashion show. Mm-hmm. And it's attractive for a number of people, but from a commercial perspective, it's it's less interesting because you can't give a kind of follow-up. It's it's uh, and <clears throat> and uh, the other thing, the focus on the festival is more on on the music. So it's it's for one reason the the fashion came a little bit um, a side product, the side side event too small uh, to um, to get the right attention mm-hmm. so what we were now considering is for next year yeah uh, a new event with fashion oh cool yeah we're still working on plans and that, then it will be also a two-day event mm-hmm. and with more stands with people that that present maybe also m- more shows okay cool and also with music, of course, because that's that's also part. But uh, with, um, so let's say, less attention to the music. There will be music, most likely the, um, the semi-finals of the fan battle. Mm-hmm. And there are no big names. So the people that come in come, will come in for, uh, for the fashion. Yeah. And what we also want to do is consider that we have options for, let's say, uh, musicians. That we have workshops for drumming, guitar That's playing. And cool. um, it's like almost a kind of um, what we conference. A, a kind of conference, but but with a lot of activities for for fashion, music, musicians, uh, and uh, and music. A total, a more total package where, where it's that that makes more sense for also for Ingeborg. Yeah, that's very interesting. We look forward to that. Um, 
now that uh, Metal Female Voices Fest and Dames of Darkness are kind of off the table or, or on hiatus, do you feel pressure to offer the fans of uh, all these women in metal a place to reunite once a year? Yes. Although I'm, I'm, I feel I'm, I'm a little bit concerned having having that role, getting that role, because that was yeah. not my intention to get that role. Mm -hmm. Because initially it was just started as an appetizer, as a, um, appetizer for for metal female voices, and then mm -hmm. they took this sabbatical, and then yeah. there was and there was no dames of darkness, there was no no metal female voices and then I decided to, to make it two days yeah but with that you you we moved it to a level that we couldn't go back so we have to go back to another two days uh, it, it became even three days and now we have even okay the, the real festival is three days but we have on Thursday we have the pre-party with with four bands yeah that that have a, uh, had a link with uh, with with fam before so basically it's already a kind of four day festival yeah true um so yeah uh, it, it gets the role uh, only only the problem is the problem is is uh, i don't want to comp to take over the role of of dames of darkness i don't want to take over the role of metal female voices because i both i like both festivals i've been mm -hmm. to both festivals a couple of years so yeah. for me for me it's it's not a, it was not a competition and uh, um, i would like to create again that that community feeling that that was there and yeah. i hope i hope we can we can get to that level mm -hmm. um because one of the things is i don't know i don't know how how the fans of of those festivals feel towards us um, uh, I, I still have a good relationship with David Homer from uh, from Dames of Darkness, and also with Fell from um, from from uh, Metal Female Voices. Um, we tried to contact before she went to Japan, that didn't work mm -hmm. out. So to discuss a number of things, how we could collaborate or, or see opportunities to work together uh, and and to help each other, at mm -hmm. least. To to, ha to keep a platform, to keep a platform yeah. for, um, for 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 this kind of music because it's hard. Um, it's a niche, and with that, uh, making yes. an expensive festival like like we do, um, and because it's indoor, it's it's also also more expensive than uh, uh, than outdoors. So it's uh, it's a little bit tricky. Mm -hmm. So we need we need to to find sufficient visitors as well to um, to be able to to support this this scene. So yeah. it's it's if I have to find try to find the balance. Yeah, that's true. And um, also, those two other festivals were very uh, focused on uh, female singers specifically. And and when you uh, started female metal event, you wanted to take a step back and include all the female uh, band members, so yep. to speak, from the metal scene. So now that those other festivals aren't active anymore, do you feel also like you have to take all 
uh, more like the bands with female uh, singers or do you still want to keep your your vision of all the female women i mean all the metal women um i want to keep that vision because we we uh, we we moved also to um a more legal structure a legal structure for for femme mm-hmm. um for a number of reasons uh but if you go for that you have to also have to define your goal and your vision, your mission, and all these kind of things. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically, we we move we we had to set a step back um, and uh, and and made had some discussion on what what would be uh, the main thing. And the main thing is again give a, give a place for for the, the women in metal, not that not definitely not only the the singers. Although yeah. in practice, most are the singers. Mm. Um, but also, and I think that's also visible in the lineup of this year, uh, because we because of the, uh, we, we don't have real big names. Let's say it that way. We mm-hmm. have in the lane. We have an, uh, and then she came. We have Mayan. So we don't have unknown bands. But the other part of the vision is to give unknown bands a stage to play yeah and and I think that's you don't have to you, you should not go for the headliners you should not go for the headliners you should go for discover new things and that's that would should be the key that should be the key of um, of, of them mm-hmm. females in metal and new bands That's a very cool concept, yeah. And I have one last question that um, that has been on my mind for quite some time. Has anyone maybe rejected uh, playing on your festival because they don't want to play on on a on a festival that's specifically for bands with female members? Are they are there bands that want to distance themselves from this uh, yep. category? To put it simply, yes. Yes, they are. Um. Although so you have gotten rejections, so to speak. Yeah, yes. Wow. Um, because it's and for one reason I can understand. I can understand uh, because peop- some people, especially very emancipated persons, and most of the uh, some of the female metal artists see themselves as strongly emancipated. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be categorized, so it's 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 from there more a, a principle thing, not because they 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 don't like, but they see we 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 have to be not to be treated different than any other than, bands. Any other bands, mm-hmm. and and not why we are female that we are playing on a festival. If I'm fair, if I'm open, I fully agree with that. Because it's it it should be stupid, it should be stupid that that a festival like this is needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, you have, um, let's say, a hard rock festival. You have a dance festival. You have a heavy metal festival. You have a pork festival. Mm-hmm. You have a female metal <laughs> event because that also reflects or in the past a type of music but 
it, it changes because um, one of the bands that didn't want to play in uh, two years ago mm-hmm. is now open and willing to play. So it, it, okay. it changes because they 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 also understand um, because they have a female singer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They are still regarded as a female for the band, so, and and that's reality. That that will not change. So, yeah. And then, I can understand that they want to be um, evaluated on their music. Of course. And and I think that's key. Cool. Thank you so much, Ton, and congratulations on the fourth, yep. fifth, sixth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hope so. <laughs> yeah, and uh, many more editions of female metal event to come. And uh, we hope to see you there. It was a cool interview. Uh, I like how Ton always tells us a lot and <laughs> a lot with a lot of detail. And he's so enthusiastic. Yeah, he's very energetic and enthusiastic. Um, we talked about our other interviews that we had with him. So uh, check those out there on YouTube. And we'll, we'll also link them on the show notes. And um, the there are like two main subjects that I still want to talk about uh, with you guys before before going, because the one thing is is uh, that I don't know that kind of controversy of the whole this is. Um, this is metal for girls. We don't want to play there, even if we have a woman in our band. Why are they? Why? Why are there? Uh, I don't understand that. <laughs> but I think that's not the point. I think um, they don't want to be labeled like this. They just say, um, "You ask us to play at your festival because we have a woman in our band, but we don't yeah. want to be seen as a band with a woman. We just want to be seen as a normal band." Yeah, by what? Why would you? You know what? That's that's what I. That's my point. Uh, because um, I think it's like this kind of it's still this this kind of prejudice. It's kind of um, abgewertet, derogatory. Good story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as I was saying, I think in 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 the in the metal scene in general. As soon as women uh, play metal, it's seen uh, in a derogatory way, I think. So, um, and and it's actually a discussion that I that I still have sometimes when when uh, when other metalheads ask me like, what kind of metal do you listen to? And I say uh, mostly symphonic metal, uh, preferably with a women's with a woman's voice because that's what I like. And they're like, uh huh. And and it's like, and and the second thing that comes out of their mouths is like, okay, that's not that's not the real thing or something like that. And that's why I think. Um, it's seen because it's seen in a derogatory way. People don't want to be put in this or these bands don't want to be put in this category because it's seen a bit negatively by the fans in general. Yes, but I don't think that this is why they don't want to play there. I think it's the other side of sexism. They don't want... um, they don't want to have the opportunity to play there just because they have a woman in the band. And if there wouldn't be a woman in the band, they wouldn't have been asked to play there. I think that's the problem they have. 
That's very optimistic. Okay, I, I like that. <laughs> that <laughs> how I, in my naive way, understood this. But I, I also experienced what you just um, said. Um, I talked to someone about Nightwish, and she said, well, um, that's music for girls. This is so soft and light. And then I said, you you never listened to Oceanborn, right? No, I didn't. So, yeah, listen to yeah. Oceanborn, and then you'll see that it's not... Fairy tales. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Disney. <laughs> yeah, so so it's kind of it was very interesting to me that 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 Ton was so quick to um, to ascertain my question because I I really really was hoping in my heart that he would say no mm. that that he would uh, that he would have said um, no. There, there aren't bands that you know would reject a big opportunity to play on a festival that's getting bigger and bigger in four years already, you know? And uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's well, whatever. But um, the thing that you said, uh, because we've heard uh, this from several bands, and I, I think it was Andrea Casanova and Marcela Bobbio who both said and I, I i mean their their respective bands they are not like not too small and uh that or or they are different sizes so to speak <laughs> and uh that both the fact that both told us that they have been rejected from other festivals because with with the argumentation that um the festival had already booked a female fronted band mm -hmm. you know If, if things like that happen today, then it's really cool to have a festival that supports women in metal and that gives them, yes, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a um, an extra benefit, but it's because it's, it's, I think it's to, um, to make it good, you know, to, to balance things out so that, so that the bands that get rejected for other festivals, because they don't want too many female singers mm. for whatever reason, you know, it's so that they have a place to play and that they then say no it, or, or other bands then say no because of this reason. That's, that's like the other way around. It's just like, so not logical to me. Yes. And um, it's also a sad thing for the fans because if you like a lot of bands with a female singer and there are, so many festivals that say, okay, we have one or two female-fronted bands, we don't need another anymore, then you mm -hmm. never get the opportunity to see so many of your favorite bands at the same time. In one place, yes. yes. Or also you don't get the, opp the opportunity to discover new bands that might, uh, that you might also like because they have these characteristics in common. Yeah. But other than that, it was a very informative interview, and um, I look forward to female metal event. It's always um, a nice place to visit, and yeah, and that was my other topic. <laughs> it's always a nice place to visit because uh, it's always this wonderful community, these wonderful people who we see there each year. Yes, there was some something um, very interesting that Ton said in the interview. Um, he said he is not sure how the communities of Metal Female Voices Fest and Dames of Darkness, um, if they like the female metal event or if they say, no, we would never go there because it's, um, it's a competition for the festivals that we love. Mm -hmm. 
I found that really interesting. And I think um, yeah. that the community is split into two groups. Some of them mm -hmm. say, well, I would never go to female metal event because maybe they think um, that the festival or that the event is a reason, um, therefore, that the other two don't happen anymore. And there mm -hmm. are some, they, they don't care. They just want to see the bands and, um, and see their friends and have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how I felt. Um, At the beginning, I don't know if, I'm still, if I still feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, because rem remember in 2014, 14, yes, when we knew that um, Metal Female Voices Fest wasn't going to happen in 2015, we said goodbye to all those people in Belgium in October. And at least I told every single one of them, we'll see each other in Holland next year. Yes, we'll see too. each other at at a female metal event because it was like um, kind of a um, azatz. My, my English is failing today. <laughs> alternative. <laughs> an alternative, yeah. It was an alternative. It was, it was, it was the way we would see each other again. Yes. At the same date, I think they took, they put it in late October also then. Yeah, two years ago it was that way. So yeah, last year it was actually um, kind of sad to see that Metal Female Voices Fest was stopping completely mm. and that Female Metal Event was kind of taking over, which is a good thing because we get to see uh, all these people and all these, and all these bands again. But on the other hand, you do, as you said, you do wonder if that was maybe one of the reasons why things developed that way. Mm. But I don't know. I, I saw, or I had the feeling that there were fewer people at the Metal Female Voices Fest. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if the reason was that so many people have been at the Female Metal Event or Dames of Darkness already. I'm not yeah. sure about that, but imagine... Um, Metal Female Voices Fest would have stopped and there wouldn't be a female metal event. How bad would that be? Exactly. That would be awful. Very, very awful. So we at least have one thing to be happy about, that we will see each other again in Eindhoven in, in September. Yes. And I think that was it for today. Mm -hmm. We are looking forward to see all of you. You know who you are. I always wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. I'm talking to you. Yes. <laughs> I know the whole club, yeah. the whole festival. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yes, so uh, see you in, in Holland and come say hi as always. Uh, you can still participate in our giveaway. So don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes. We still have a lovely uh, makeup bag that is autographed by our favorite women in metal from all over the world. So go to iTunes and search for the Metal and High Heels podcast or just follow, click on the link in the show notes and leave us a review. And I hope you enjoyed our, is it called intro in English? Yeah. Ah, I hope you enjoyed our intro as well. It's from Mercy Isle with Cassandra Novell um, and the song is taken from their album Storm 
Yes, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can see a lot of interviews that we're always doing on festivals. And uh, yeah, subscribe, of course, to the Metal and High Heels podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. We're working on, on more podcatchers. So um, yeah, we'll tell you about that. The comments, uh, the links and notes for this episode are at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast and the number six, podcast six, so that you can get right into things. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.